The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be talking about link building strategies from a company that has been an innovator in SEO since day one. Joining us is Cyrus Shepard, who is an SEO strategist at Moz, which is an authority in online search with powerful SEO and local search platforms to help marketers improve the position of their brands, businesses' locations, and competitive rank in search results. And today, Cyrus and I are going to talk about link building tactics from some of the creators of link building tactics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t all right on with the show here's my conversation with cyrus shepherd seo strategist at moz cyrus welcome to the voices of search podcast thanks ben i'm very happy to be here with you today excited to have you here excited to have a representative from one of the most notable seo companies in the world thanks for being our guest and for representing moz yeah, happy to be here excited to, to chat a little bit about some seo and we're going to focus today a little bit on link building strategies. First and foremost, talk to me about why Moz is having one of their best and brightest come on an SEO podcast to talk about link building strategies. Well, we recently published the Beginner's Guide to Link Building. It was by Patty Mugan, one of the best link builders we know, runs the ARA agency in the UK. He's been winning award after award for both his company's uh, culture and the work that they're doing. So we're very happy. He originally wrote this guide in 2014. We updated it for 2021, just published it, and we've been going on the road promoting it. So link building is kind of a controversial topic. It's one of those pillars of SEO. 
At times it can be a black hat. Sometimes it's a little bit of a gray area. And occasionally, you know, people are doing it the right way. Let's talk about the right way first. Talk to me about what are some of the link building tactics you should actually be using. Yeah, so you're right that link building is controversial. There's people in the SEO industry, very respected SEOs, who believe, I believe mistakenly, that any link building violates Google's guidelines. And that certainly isn't the case. Google representatives themselves have said this on occasion. But what Google does care about is manipulative link building. And so we obviously, we discourage that. My definition of manipulative link building is a little different than anybody else's. I say when you control the anchor text of when people are linking to you, that's a good standard to determine if you're violating Google's guidelines. Otherwise, I think it's pretty fair game. It's pretty wide open when you're actually creating good content, telling people about it, and just trying to encourage a natural link. So I think that, you know, when I think about link building, there's three strategies that come to mind. Let's go from you should not to you should. First and foremost, just going out and straight up buying links, paying people to put a link on a website and doing mass distribution. You should not do that. It's not a great idea. But the link building industry is like, you know, a a multi-million dollar industry. It obviously still happens. That sort of middle ground is you're creating some content and you're reaching out and emailing people that are interested in the content, asking them for links. And then the third one is you're actually working with other content producers to create the content and you're saying, hey, this is how you're going to link back to my site to give value and direction within your content. Am I missing different sort of categorizations of link building strategies? I think that covers the majority of them. I mean, I think the third one, would you classify your third one as guest blogging or does that fit somewhere else? Collaboration. I'd also throw in, you know, listing on directories and, you know, sort of putting yourself in other places that inherently drives a link back to you in that third bucket of you're actively working with a company. Yeah, I think that pretty much describes it. I think each of those techniques, though, I think has the potential for abuse or the potential to be white hat, depending on how aggressively uh, you pursue them. Interestingly, the first one about going out and buying links, since Google has changed their advice on uh, nofollow, that they treat it as a hint, I'd be curious to see what a large link building campaign looked like today if every link was tagged as nofollow and see if Google actually counted a lot of those links. Well, that's the big, you know, sort of aha right now. There's a debate whether link building actually matters. You know, do you need the link or is Google good enough at understanding the context of what's being said in the article to either assign value to your domain, to your content without expressly seeing the link or are they taking social signals? Do they even count links anymore? How much does link building matter today? Yeah. So every study that we've done up to this point, even one that proficient Eric Enge, I think you had him on on one of your shows a little while back. Great guy. Yeah. I think they did a link building study last year. It's still one of the largest correlated factors with rankings that we know of. Google doesn't talk about it a lot. Google likes to talk about the small factors, the tiebreakers, they call them. They try to, it seems like Google reps try to discourage conversations around link building. But One thing that I often talk about with other SEOs, and we don't really have a way to prove it, but it seems observationally, links are needed at least to get on page one of the top 10, the top 10 results. Other signals, as you said, might then come into play, social signals, content, 
whatever. But we find that it's really hard to rank at all if you don't have any links. I think a big question is when you're building link strategies, do you focus on driving people to sort of a top level domain link, you know, having people talk about your brand or are you focusing specifically on content? Is link building more of a way to show value for a piece of content or is it about building your domain authority? Ugh. That's a tough question. But yeah, the answer is definitely both. Every link is a vote. It's a validation. It's a vote of confidence to Google for your content. But it also counts towards your quote unquote domain authority, how respected you appear in search results. Assuming that it's a good link. If it's a bad spamming link, it can maybe work the other way. But generally, it should elevate you. As Rand Fishkin, the founder of Moz, used to say, a, you know, a rising tide raises all ships in regards to link building. A link to one piece of content can, in theory, raise your rankings to all your pieces of content. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So give me the tactics, right? I kind of mentioned the categories, you know, whether you're doing your outreach, whether you're working with somebody, whether you're just buying links, but what actually works today for getting links that are high quality? Yeah. Well, first of all, you need a hook. If you're actually going to be actively link building, meaning within the context of this conversation, reaching out to people and doing some sort of relationship-based link building. If you're just publishing content, that's a different scenario. It's kind of funny because at Moz, we don't do a lot of manual outreach. We just simply publish content because we have such a large audience, we know we're going to gain a lot of links. A lot of enterprise SEO works that way too. There's not a lot of manual outreach. But if you're for a lot of link builders, if you're doing manual outreach, you're writing emails, you're contacting people, you need some sort of hook, some sort of emotional reason that people are going to care and that's often the hardest, hardest step. Why are people going to care about your content? And spending a lot of time in that space usually equates to more success down the line. So I feel like whenever I talk about link building tactics, it ends up being these kind of high level direction, figure out who's interested in your content and go reach out to them. Are there platforms, strategies, you know, stuff that's more tactical and actionable that you recommend, you know, the smaller websites that are out there that are not, you know, of Moz's stature that actually need to go out and promote their content? 
Yeah, I think so. Too. One secret, this is a tactic I don't discuss very often. You know, I have a startup on the side that I do called Zippy. We build SEO software that we're actively developing. We haven't launched yet. There are a number of startup directories out there that are awesome, that you can just submit your name to the, uh, the TechCrunch directories, things like that, the AngelList investor directories. These are great sources of links for startup companies like mine that give me a lot of authority. A lot of businesses, you know, outside the tech industry have these sort of niche business directories that they can go out. This is a kind of a great hidden tactic that a lot of people don't know about. And a lot of people aren't practicing anymore because quote unquote directory links have such a bad rap. But that's one area of, you know, sort of creative link building that, you know, I don't talk about a lot because I don't want people to abuse it. But there are those tactics out there. You know, that's one of the things with link building that always surprises me. It's like, well, link building doesn't matter. You know, everybody kind of is saying Google says link building doesn't really matter all that much. And then when, you know, you or Proficient Digital go and do a study, link building really matters. And then, you know, nobody should be using directory links, by the way. That's a great tactic and it really makes a big difference in your business. And by the way, don't buy links, but somehow the link building industry is like a hundred million dollar industry. Yeah. It seems like all the things that we shouldn't be doing are the things that you should be doing. Help me sort of find the balance here when you're thinking about your link building strategy. You know, why aren't we all just getting in the mud and getting dirty and doing the things that we're not supposed to do? Well, yeah, that's it's the two sides of that coin, and you're really touching on it. All these tactics, and I think this goes to Google's credit for guiding the conversation around link building the last 10 years instead of the SEO industry. Every tactic has the potential for abuse, and I think the way to judge it, and let's go with buying links. I Honestly, if you think about it, Google doesn't care if you buy links. Google cares if you make their search results look bad through manipulative link building. I've seen, I've done audits on competitors where I see they're obviously buying links and they're still ranking well, and Google doesn't seem to care. But if those same results made the search results look bad, I think Google would care. So I think that's what you have to think about. If your links are manipulating the search results in a really bad way and your content doesn't actually deserve to rank, those are probably tactics you want to avoid. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, Google's primary concern is how much ad revenue they're going to be able to create, how many pages they can serve. And if the search results are impacted, if the user experience isn't great, they serve less ads. That's the core of their business. That's really the problem. And so, you know, making sure that their product is working the way that they want it to is when they're going to step in. If you buy links and your rankings go up, it turns out you have great high quality content. I think Google just turns a blind eye to it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I say if you're going to buy links, buy good links. <laughs> but that's about it. Well, that's the problem is those end up being really expensive. I think the key here is understanding what you're trying to accomplish. And honestly, that's going to be our topic for tomorrow. So I want to be clear. I, that's Cyrus Shepard speaking, not Cyrus Shepard Ma's representative speaking. <laughs> uh, very, very important part. You should not be buying links. I think we should all say that. But if you're going to buy links, buy the good ones. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cyrus Shepard, SEO strategist at Moz. If you'd like to contact Cyrus, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Cyrus Shepard, C-Y-R-U-S-S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Or you could visit his company's website, which is mozmoz.com.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.